0: martha maxwell taxidermist at the centennial exposition eighteen seventy six an excerpt from on the plains and among the peaks or how mrs maxwell made her natural history collection by mary dart eighteen seventy nine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer Please visit LibriVox.org. Women's work? What does that mean? Can it be possible anyone wishes us to believe a woman did all this? Couldn't say. I'm pretty sure I shan't stretch my credulity so much. It would ruin the article. I should think so. Why, one might think the Ark had just landed here. Buffaloes, bears birds wildcats, mice and who but noah or agassiz could name what else there must be hundreds of these creatures and the last speaker turned to me with the question does that placard really mean to tell us a woman mounted all these animals with an inclusive wave of a handsomely gloved hand yes i replied instantly a dozen lips were parted and questions fell like leaves in volumbrosa upon my innocent ears how could a woman do it what did she do it for did she kill any of the animals well i never can a body see her what sort of a woman is she are you the one it was my first day at the centennial and i had volunteered to relieve mrs maxwell by standing for an hour and answering questions behind the iron paling that separated her natural history collection from the rest of the kansas and colorado building one side of a wing of which it occupied within the enclosure was a miniature landscape representing a plain and a mountainside Apparently formed of rocks and crowned with evergreens down the rugged descent leaped a little stream of sparkling water, which expanded at its base into a tiny lake edged with pebbles and fringed as was the brookside with growing grass and ferns. The water and the banks which confined it were peopled by aquatic creatures, fishes swimming in the lake turtles sunning themselves on its half-submerged rocks, while beavers, muskrats, and waterfowl seemed at home upon its margin. Between the cascade and lakelet appeared the irregular vine-fringed mouth of a cave, its dark moss-grown recesses soon lost from sight in shadowy gloom. Above it, and upon the upper heights of the mountainside, Suggesting the altitudes at which they are found, were grouped those animals that frequent the rocky mountains fierce bears, shy mountain sheep, savage mountain lions or pumas, and a multitude of smaller creatures, each in an attitude of lifelike action. On the limited space allowed to represent the plains that stretch eastward from that elevated chain were huge buffaloes, elk, antelope, and their native neighbors. The attitudes and surroundings of all were so artistic and unique as to form an attraction even among the many fascinations of the centuries-gathered productions. As the landscape was designed and made, the animals procured, stuffed, and arranged upon it by a woman, Mrs. M a maxwell the words woman's work were printed on a card suspended near the cave it was this which called forth the exclamation we first mentioned from the opening of the exhibition gates in the morning until darkness made sightseeing impossible thousands of people pushed and crowded and jammed and jostled each other against the railing of that mimic landscape the idea of facing so many was at first not a little terrifying but i fortified my courage with the thought of relieving mrs maxwell and that the american people are usually so polite the task could not be a very unpleasant one alas i had never measured their capacity for asking questions i had not finished assuring the large fat man in the white hat "'that I was by no means the person "'who had performed the work he saw before him. "'When the tall woman in the linen duster "'and the short one in the white finger-puffs "'and the young one in the idiot fringe "'and the old gentleman with the gold-headed cane "'and the man with the blue cotton umbrella "'and the ruff with the battered felt "'and I couldn't possibly begin to tell who else.' all began at once to ask is she a young woman is she married where is she at did she kill all those animals did she kill them all how did she do it what did she do it with where did she get them how did she stuff em did she kill em all did she kill them buffalo i positively believe this question with variations to suit the linguistic attainments of different speakers to have been asked on an average every ten minutes through all the exhibition i don't believe them critters was shot i've looked em all over and i can't see any holes did she poison em does she live in that cave is all this "'with a gesture made to represent the place and the cave she lived in in Colorado? "'Is game as thick as this all over the Rocky Mountains? "'If she's married, why ain't it called Mr. Maxwell's collection? "'How old is she? "'Is she good-looking? "'Has she any children? "'Is she a half-breed? "'Is she an Indian?' And, as the crowd surged by, another wave continued the inundation of like questions. I kept hold of my departing senses with an effort, and leaned forward to catch the words of some dear old Quaker ladies. They were asking in soft, confiding voices, Will thee be so kind as to tell us something of the history of this collection? blessings on their sweet motherly faces i would have attempted anything for them gentlemen of scientific proclivities echoed the request people of all kinds repeated it with an emphatic do tell us who she is and how she did it the promise was made and though it is rather late here is the fulfillment in introducing mrs maxwell to those who have never seen her it may be well to premise that she is neither an indian nor half-breed nor an amazon nor despite the title of colorado huntress which many newspapers have given her one who thirsting for notoriety seized deadly weapons and went out on a crusade against the animal kingdom on the contrary She is a wee, modest, tender-hearted woman, lacking one inch of five feet in height and as shy as one of her own weasels. She simply has a passion, not unknown in the history of science, for all living creatures, an irresistible desire to study their habits and relations, together with a taste for the expression of beauty in form that would have made her a sculptor had she been placed in circumstances to have cultivated it she began the practice of an art so unusual for a woman as taxidermy then in the following manner after a residence of three years in colorado during its earliest settlement she was recalled to wisconsin by the serious illness of her mother she found her sisters whom she had left as little girls young ladies in school the institution they were attending was a new one with little in its possession save unlimited hope for the future in this the girls owned large investments they were charmed with their studies and enthusiastic admirers of their teachers and mrs maxwell was soon one with them in all their plans and interests professor hobart the principal of their school was very fond of the natural sciences and was devoting no small amount of time and labor to the formation of a cabinet of natural history he had the art of imparting his enthusiasm to his scholars and many of them count as among the pleasantest recollections of their lives the memory of the long rambles over hills and beside streams in which they were invited to join him for the study of nature from his standpoint of loving admiration it was in connection with the formation of this cabinet that mrs maxwell made her debut as a taxidermist we must have a department of zoology can't some of you young ladies who have more skillful fingers than i assist me in putting up some birds asked the professor one day her sisters declined the task but recommended her as possessing the elements of touch and taste which they lacked they recalled her account of an amusing attempt to learn taxidermy which occurred just before her return home during a temporary business visit of her husband to the east she had purchased a ranch on the plains a few miles below denver need i explain that coloradoans have appropriated a number of words from the spanish which seem more appropriate to that country than their english synonyms ranch is one of them and means any kind of a farm the one in question was a wholly unimproved portion of the plains its only trace of human occupancy being a mud and pole cabin it was before the days of any government organization of that region and the way in which such property was obtained was by putting up something that by common consent could be called a house and in the expressive dialect of the frontier squatting the one that squatted first had the right to sell or to continue squatting and her purchase was of this right upon her husband's return they wished to leave the mines at central where they had been living and cultivate her claim meantime finding the cabin before mentioned empty a german had concluded to perform a feat then common at the west i e jump their claim this meant to take and retain possession of it unless forcibly removed when they arrived they found him cosily ensconced under their shelter surrounded by his camp equipage and a number of birds which he had mounted they were the first unfinished specimens of taxidermy mrs maxwell had ever seen and she was fascinated with the idea of learning to preserve the strange creatures of that new land and offered to pay almost any price if he would give her the necessary instruction after extracting a promise that she would not practice the art in denver then a thriving mining camp, he agreed to give her the needful lessons at ten dollars apiece, beginning the next day. She came promptly at the appointed hour, full of the most enthusiastic anticipations, only to be told he had changed his mind, because she was a woman. As he expressed it, Vemin is besser as men mit den hands in small verks ven you know dis business you makes the birds and beasts so quicker as i you leave me no more verk at all S is besser for me i keeps that i knows mit mine self it was in vain she assured him she wished to learn only for her own gratification He insisted it was Vas besser for him to keep what he knew mit himself. Prophetic Teuton. Two weeks after this, a court of squatters, having in the meantime decided that he was an unwarranted intruder upon those premises, a verdict which he treated with sublime indifference, he had an occasion given him to remember his would-be scholar by seeing his assertion of women's superiority in some things verified possession in those days was ten points in the law mrs maxwell had no idea of surrender and keeping watch of the disputed cabin from a neighboring ranch made a raid upon it one day during his absence withdrawing the staple which held his padlock from the door frame she entered and carefully gathering up his earthly effects removed them to a convenient point on the plains where she left them in a neat pile to await his further disposition while she proceeded to adjust things to her own mind in the recovered domicile among his possessions were not the birds she had seen those he had already sold but others in an early stage of preparation of them she felt at liberty to make a critical examination and gather an idea of the materials he used in stuffing them if nothing more her sisters knew she would be only too glad to assist their teacher in his proposed experiment so the collection was undertaken there was no taxidermist in the place but a gentleman who was fond of field sports and had learned something of the principles of making skins gave them the benefit of his knowledge and they obtained what further information they could from the limited printed matter within their reach mrs maxwell's ingenuity supplying the rest the professor procured the birds and was to do the unpleasant work she was to look on suggest and give the finishing touches an amusing time they had mounting their first birds after laboring long and faithfully over one which it was agreed they must save in the vain endeavor to make its rumpled feathers lay down a brilliant idea suggested itself i'll tell you said mrs maxwell we'll get a nest and put the bird up fighting of course in that case it would be all bristled up and its feathers standing every way the nest was found the bird perched on its edge few touches given it by her artistic fingers and it had all the appearance of an enraged mother on the defensive the next step was to procure a bird with which it could properly be fighting and mount him in a suitable attitude this done the group was voted a complete success by the little circle interested in it it is needless to say the collection so begun never grew to be at all large the school did not receive pecuniary assistance that would allow of their going to any expense and neither she nor the professor had a surplus of elegant leisure which they could donate to it but the effort was successful in one thing it showed to mrs maxwell what a wonderful field for artistic effect taxidermy presented her mind ever longing for methods of expression in forms of beauty was captivated by it, and to be able to reproduce the characteristic grace and abandon of each animal's life became her dream as truly as it was ever Rosa Bonheur's. End of Martha Maxwell, Taxidermist at the Centennial Exposition, 1876, an excerpt from On the Plains and Among the Peaks, or how mrs maxwell made her natural history collection by mary dart eighteen seventy nine read for librivox by sue anderson